Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a tabletop RPG actual play podcast. To find out more, download episodes wherever you get podcasts, or visit us online at cityonahillgaming.com, or by sending us an email at cityonahillgaming at gmail.com. You can also support us on patreon.com slash cityonahillgaming. We hope you enjoy our show. It's military-grade technology that pulls people, that makes warp travel difficult in an area and unsafe. It throws off the travel so much that you have to drop out of warp and recalibrate where you're going, which is probably why off uh, ahead of you, you see the Glacialis. Oh, that's good to see. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's not good. No, that's very good. That's exactly yeah. what we're here for. Yeah, but they, they wouldn't have stopped this long on purpose. That means there is something very wrong. I mean, better that we found them than that we didn't. Uh, uh, hmm. Let's All put right. together a, a boarding team. Sorry, what was that, Liz? I was just saying, do we see anything else around us? I mean, ah. clearly this tech That is probably us. a good time to roll that scope it out move. And you have advantage on it, whoever's doing it. And what does what Scope It Out use? Scope It Out is calculating. I volunteer as tribute. Got... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so 3d6, Grant? 3d6, keep the best two. Alright, 3d6. We'll kind of have to do the math on that manually. Uh, oh, well, okay, your best two are a 6 and a 5, so... 13 plus 2 is 15. Yeah. Well, you needed a tip. Good heavens. So, well done. <laughs> yeah. So here's the good news. Um, if you look at the scope it out move, you get to ask three of those questions. You also get to ask, if you uh, look at the ship uh, page there, the sensor array module yes. gives you three other questions that you can pick from. Those, I would say, honestly, aren't super relevant. What For what we're do doing, they have? yeah. Where are they weak? Where are they strong? But I wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so three questions. Yes. And, you know, don't be confused by the specific wording of these questions. Right. Think of the general spirit of them, right? Um, I'll go, I'll go with what should I be on the lookout for? Mm -hmm. Um, what's this one may be reaching, but I'll go with what's my enemy's true position. Okay. Um, and where is my best escape route okay so what is my enemy's true position that one unfortunately is pretty obvious as you are scanning you see the telltale sign of a messenger drone entering hyperspace so leaving where we are leaving where you are headed in and fortunately you're able to get its heading it seems to be going off the route. Oh, that the, the the ship would have been going on. Yes. Okay. So it's going off at a completely different angle. So somewhere along that line is probably somebody who wanted to know when something got stopped by this. Okay. Um this mine, essentially. Uh so that was that was what's my enemy's true position. What was the other what were the other two? Uh, what should I be on the lookout for? And what is my best escape route? Best escape route. So there's two uh, pieces there. The first is that you know that these, 
the way these work is that you know recalibrating your hyperspace basically basically what these things do is they sort of change the texture of space and hyperspace around them they're basically big kind of quantum noise generators and you will need to spend some time recalculating your route out once you do that jumping out will not be a problem but you need to have a jump solution interesting uh or of course you could try and find and destroy the device that's emitting this particular signature or whatever. signature okay uh and things would settle down quickly enough that after just you know a minute or so you'd be able to jump out Okay. Uh, and before you answer the other one, well, after you answer the other one, I have an actual, just me- not mechanical, but like, I have a game right. question. And that was the, what should I be on the lookout for? Yes. Well, the main thing that stands out is that the Desmond, Do- or uh, the Glacialis has not managed to make it out. They've been here for quite some time. Like a week so or two, something if I'm not is mistaken? interfering. Um, probably about a week, something is interfering with their ability, with the crew's ability to get out of here. Now, that could be the crew is dead. That could be the crew has a computer malfunction that is keeping them from doing any, cal- doing any calculations. That could be the crew is gone elsewhere somehow, it could be any number of things, but for whatever reason, the Glacialis has not ha- been able to get away from here in a week. And that's including even using sublight engines to Oof. just get away from it. It is dead. Okay. Two questions like about the Glacialis. Yeah. How much bigger than the Glacialis or smaller than the Glacialis are we? You ever seen an oil tanker? Like on the ocean? Sure. Yeah. Uh, compare that to your, you know, like kind of sta- nice yacht. <laughs> so we're significantly smaller than them. Okay. Significantly really smaller. Yes. Okay. Oil um, tankers may be the wrong word. It's like one of those huge cargo ships. Like something that passes through a canal. Yes. Okay. And then ends up in the harbor somewhere. Okay. Um, ha. Oh, does it look like their engines are on? No, it does not. Crap. Okay. Is anything affecting our engines? Uh, other than the, the hyperspace engines, obviously. Your sublight engines, no. Part of me wants to close and part of me wants to leave. Okay. Uh, ben, you were going to say something. Fortunately, that sounds like a boring party. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, well, I've already said um, we need a boarding party. We need at least one person with medical skill. We have a medical uh, officer. When yes. Shiana, Trever, find our medical officer, meet me in the shuttle. Uh, Shiana goes off to get Helena. Excellent. Uh, I will come along. The five of you then meet up at the Scrambler. We really need to clean this thing. <clears throat> it's like It's like a movie theater. I mean, the crew swears by it because it's like, hey, listen, in case we lose gravity, then we have something to, you know, stick our feet to, but I'm not sure how well that flies. I mean, the scrambler flies okay. It's kind of a 
ponderous the boat. The fact that the scrambler has flies is the problem. Well, yeah. There's that. I leave my lunch in here one time. All right, look. I get it. It's The problem is that it's currently spread out in a very thin paste along most of the ship. Um... I don't like the beans. I've made that clear. That's fair. (laughs) The flies like the beans. Yeah, they do. (laughs) That's how I'm gathering them for my collection. All right. We're going to have a discussion about this when we get back on this show. I also have yet to maintain a consistent voice for this character because I can't remember what I did the first time, but that's fine. (laughs) So here's the fun part. You all approach the usual dock and uh docking ports where the the crew quarters for this are these things have a small complement they're like four people it's it's a couple of people on shifts and replacements basically making sure nothing goes wrong on a mostly automated journey they're most honestly it feels sometimes like they're there for legal purposes but right now you're not able to get a response and you're not really able to get the the usual docking clamps working nothing is responding over there <sighs> all right everybody suit up looks like we're gonna have to spacewalk to their airlock and let ourselves in <clears throat> yep. there is of course the other one which is the main you know cargo entry oh let's fly over there and see how that looks first i guess <laughs> yep so hit the hit the main cargo hold that one is responding but you get uh, a warning light that um, life support in the uh, cargo area, which, you know, is typically not kept at the same levels as the crew areas, is below nominal. It's not unsafe, but it's not ideal. It's going to be like being in a high altitude area when you're not used to it. Something like that. Hey, Space Master. Yo. Is this a good time for me to mention that Wynn has an abiding fear of the darkness of space? Oh boy, <laughs> is it ever. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair's going to kind of look over at Wynn. Actually, no, let me back this up. Let me ask you, how, would Alistair know that? <laughs> um, I, I would say Wynn has been with you long enough that you guys at least have a strong inkling that this is not something she would volunteer for putting on a suit and stepping out into the void okay um alistair will look right at her and be like hey i know this isn't your favorite thing but we gotta you know we gotta see how these people are you gonna be okay yes for them shiana is like already in her suit and has decided that you're gonna be just fine and is physically trying to stuff win into her suit as well Come on, we're doing this. Let's go. All right. Well, Peter, here's the good news. This sounds like Alistair is using the lean on me move. Indeed. Comforting uh, win in an intimate moment. You know, here, not in like a physical sense, but in a emotionally vulnerable moment here. Go ahead and roll with Stalwart. Seven. Okay. So you choose one of these options. Your efforts help them. They have advantage going forward. Um, you bring some uh, relief, they can clear stress, or you aren't pers- pushed to your limits or exposed to danger or complications for your efforts. Where? What are my choices again? Uh, if you look at the lean on me move under social moves. 
Um, given the situation, I think I'm going to pick, you know what? No, let's make this interesting. I'm going to pick option one. Um, and I'll say that, do you want me to specify what kind of complication I get out of this? Or if you have you a cool, cool idea for one, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> the, uh, th this pep talk seems to be working, but like it kind of in the middle of this, people don't really realize like Alistair doesn't have his helmet on yet. And so like the airlock kind of opens and starts venting air before he's got everything sealed. And he's got a couple bad moments of like gasping for breath before he can get the seal in. Okay. All right. If you want to um, throw some kind of penalty my way for that I think or I'm something. I just going to say that you it. have disadvantage going forward. Your next role, you have okay. disadvantage. Okay. Seem reasonable? Yeah. Cool. You're just, you know, that moment of, oh, ah, ah, you know, just, it throws you off your game. You're going to need to yep. get yourself back together. And, you know, <sighs> oxygen okay. deprivation, even for a moment, it's not yeah. fun. Yeah. All right. Um, and one other thing, like, um, he will probably make more of an effort to conceal that than he normally would because mm -hmm. he doesn't want to stress one out. Oh, that's okay. so sweet. I mean, Compassionate is right there on his character sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Wynne is also taking a deep breath, but it's more like stealing herself as Shiana helps her, like, zip up. And by help, I mean, like, just is it shoves doing it for her. Yeah, yeah shoves. Shoves, shoves <laughs> is the most correct word. Like he said, stops you in your space. Come on, let's go. <laughs> It's not really... graceful, okay? It's not graceful, but it happens. And we are totally oblivious to Alistair's um, momentary panic there. Um, Excellent. Shriver is already out and like halfway across the cargo deck looking for a computer <laughs> terminal. Okay. Love it. Excellent. Uh, you are, in fact, able to get in. This cargo space is enormous. A lot of it is, in fact, data racks. You can't really, you are, the lights are down somewhat in this area. They're, they're not off, but they're kept at a very minimal level. And most of, you're kind of just like floating between server racks. There's some, inter, uh, some internal bulkheads that provide support. It's not one giant open space, uh, as cool as that would be. There's also some actual physical storage, uh, lots of containers uh, with various, you know, cargo codes on them. Nothing immediately obviously stands out there. Um, Trevor, you said you were going for a computer terminal. Yeah. What you doing there? Uh, looking for any kind of log as to what might have happened, uh, status of the rest of the, of the crew, uh, like a captain's log, like, I mean, anything... Um, any information about what's happened in the last week, if there's been active any activity in the last week? You're not really going to be able to get easy access to that kind of log without doing something to get into it. Mm -hmm. uh, are you hacking? Are you trying to do something else? What are, what are you thinking of here? Yeah, I guess hacking into... Let me see, what do I have, what do I have equipment-wise? Uh, I have got nothing special. That's uh, okay. Do what? I said, that's okay. If not you, 
possibly one of your crewmates is able to do things. Can I yeah. do that with a scanner? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, also, you could probably spout some technobabble for it as well. But you also have advantage going on your first roll here. So Right. Um, okay, yeah, Shiana will... I do- would say, honestly, we can just... You know what? I'll say this. You can use your expert move for this, because this is engineering technology and devices. Okay. Right? And you can ask a question about the situation relating to your expertise. Right? Before I answer that, I and then I ask you a question, and you have to answer. Oh, okay. Um, do I think the system is actually accessible? From this terminal, possibly. Like, it's... You are pretty sure that the crew is mostly confined to the crew section of things. Sure. But it's possible that this connects to it. Okay, so I should clarify. Are we actually in the loading dock? You're in or are we the outside car- the ship. You're in the cargo hold. Okay. So you're we're- in the jo- you're in the mass of stuff that this ship is carrying. So we're in the ship, but we're not in the ship. You're not there's a small forward section on the glacialis where the crew lives. Everything else behind it is a massive cargo carrying box with engines basically okay which is where we are yes okay okay it's subdivided correct me if i'm wrong on this but i'm picturing like the uh the landing areas of the death star but without that force field that keeps space out um a little more cramped than that oh yeah and then like packed full of things packed full of things but also like just smaller spaces too it is somewhat subdivided just for okay. oh, you know structural okay. rigidity, right? It, it's not like you're in a giant football field or something like that. Full, you know, like full one open space. wall to space kind of thing. Um, say that again. Like one open wall to space. No, not really. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get my my visual in my head. There are large doors that will open for for loading and you know loading bays and that kind of thing, but. Okay. There's no reason for cool force fields. Nobody's going in and out of this thing. Right. right. That's what I was thinking being just a cargo area. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like a cargo truck. You know, if it had like windows on the side, why would you need that? You just you just want a wall. You want a, a functional, cheap wall. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. So I asked my question. So now you're gonna ask me one? Yeah. Well, what was your question? Uh do I think do I think this terminal can actually get me into the ship? Um, it's not going to get you everything you want. No, it's certainly not going to get you the details of, uh, what, um, what you want here. Larry. Hi, Larry. <laughs> and for, uh, my question, you, let's, ooh, how do I want to do this? You know what? I'm going to pass on that because we're running a little bit long here. Okay. Um, so now do I roll? Yes, go ahead and just roll me calculating and let's um really this is kind of a scope it out. Okay. Uh so what does that one do? That's calculating. I can see you calculating. Okay. So this is with yeah. advantage. Uh yeah. Okay. And this I think uses up your advantage on this. Yes. Uh so that is a total of 7. 
Or no, I'm sorry, that's total of five. Or no, uh, six. I'm bad at counting. Both six. twos yeah. and then my bonus of two, so six. Okay. Uh, that means I get to make a move. Because that is not a seven to nine. Right. Um, you get frustrated. You're not able to uh, get into it. And you leave uh, the terminal alone without noticing the blinking the uh, blinking yellow security alert that appears just as you turn away from it. Ooh, okay. Uh-oh. This won't work here. We have to go somewhere else. Probably you want to make your way forward. Yes. Deeper. I, um, while, while we're here, I just want to look around for any signs that the crew was in here recently. Okay. Um, you don't actually see any. Okay. Well, that's somewhat reassuring. And as you're moving forward, you see all of a sudden a couple of things. As you're kind of going through, you're going through, um, kind of hatch to hatch, essentially. There are, hatches is not really the right word. I said there are bulkheads support, uh, dividing these these spaces up. They're not all, they're not like fully sealed off. They're just kind of supporting struts. They block vision somewhat. It's not like you have a clear view end to end, but it's not like there's little tiny doors that you have to go through. This, you know, this is a big cargo space. And as you're making your way forward, you see a couple of things as you essentially turn the corner around a stack of cargo. You see one data storage unit in a line of racks that seems out of place. Its structure looks different. And also it's got two humanoid, uh, but very clearly robotic robots uh, standing near it as if to guard it. Hmm. And the other thing you see is a door opening behind you and a squad of quadrupedal security bots coming your way. Oh boy. <laughs> Oops. Oops oh indeed. So there's no particular initiative here. These uh, bots that are charging at you, uh, these are standard shipboard defense bots for something like this, or at least some of you recognize them as such. These are quadrupedal. They're kind of quick. They're lightly armored. Uh, I'm going to track these as a squad. So I've got their health just as a unit. They are, they have ship safe guns and what uh, some, basically their limbs have shock clubs at the end of them. And they are definitely charging straight for you. What are you all doing? Is there a way I can try and use my scanner to disable them? Uh, that's a good question. That's up to you. I would like to roll calculating to use my scanner to disable them. Okay. So uh, it sounds like what you're doing here, and I'm just kind of looking through what you've got. The scanner's really more of a, well, yeah, you know it's what? It's a little more like a, the like the thing on Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally a That's tricorder. That's the one I wanted, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you would probably be able to disable one of them. It's going to take you a bit of time. Okay. Um, But yes, let's say, I'm going to go ahead and say that you are rolling, and I'm looking through moves here to try and find something to model this. Um, I apologize here. Can I spell tech, spout Technobabble here? Um, well, that gives you advantage oh. um, when you do it. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, combat. Which is those. the fun part of it. 
because that's movies. that's a thing that you specifically do. Uh, but that's when you're modifying or repairing something. Could I act quick? Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to call this act quick. Okay. So, so roll with slick. Which is not ideal, but that's fine. Uh, that's did these... okay. What was my question going to be? Do these look standard for this kind of ship? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so they look like they're supposed to be here. Yeah. Okay, so I'm doing 2d6, now. Uh, and this is going to be minus one. Okay. So that's, I add them together and then subtract, so that's a seven? That's a seven, yes. So you are, in fact, able to get out of the way of this danger, but choose one of the things from Act Quick. You're um, off balance or rushed. You have disadvantage going forward. You've left something behind, I tell you what, or you suffer one stress because you're pushed to your limits with the effort. I'll go off, I'll go off balance. Okay. So what does this look like? You're, what does this getting out of the way look like for you? Um, Shiana is going to try and like put a little pulse out of the tricorder mm -hmm. that will try and shut one of them down. And as she is trying to essentially modify the tricorder on the fly, because it's probably not supposed to do that, <laughs> um, she slips and kind of rolls to the side. Okay. You've got it so that it's you're not going to be immediately attacked. You've got one maybe in the process of being disabled. We'll okay. go with that. Yes. Uh, let's see. who uh, And who do you want to pass the action on to? Uh, let's go Trever. So I'm going to spring to action and go head on on with them, but like try to weave through them, flip over them. Um, and if I can use the thing for it, um, use the nano blade that I have. Okay. So um, you're, you are doing a firefight move then. Uh, so actually I'm going to use a, if I can float like a butterfly. So that's my personal skills. That is when you're avoiding danger or dealing with a threat. You have advantage to act quick. So, right, so this is avoiding a danger, moving. Oh, so and moving the, I was thinking, deal with the threat. Yeah, um, it's specifically advantage to act quick. Okay. Right. Uh, if you're trying to exchange violence with an enemy, that's that is firefight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I guess we'll do that. Okay. Okay. So we are rolling. You're going to roll negative, with volatile with a negative one. Still a nine. Very good. Okay. So you exchange harm and choose one. So harm here. Um, you're closing in a uh, melee with these guys, right? Yes. Cool. Uh, so they are going to do with the electro club. They're doing two harm. Two harm to me. Yes. Uh, you are is... doing one. And what's your nano blade uh, damage? Three harm. Three harm. All right. So you've done three harm. To Where's that. harm on me? There it is. Okay. Yes. However, one. Let's talk about your options here because you get to choose one from the list of options on the firefight move. Right. This is discharge your weapon if it has the discharge tag and deal double its harm. Take evasive action and suffer minus one harm, and that one's special because you can take that one more than once. Right. So yep. if you got the 10 plus, you could have taken minus two harm. Right. Uh, hold a position or halt in advance, make an advance or force your enemy out of cover. 
if um, you impress, dismay, or frighten your enemy, or disengage and take a moment to recover. Now, I'm gonna... one thing I want to remind you of, anytime you take harm, you can instead take stress. Right. Um, I'm going to do the take evasive action and suffer negative one harm. Great. Um, so that runs me, I'm going to run that as just a scratch. Okay. And, uh, so that's three harms. There is no, uh, uh, discharge on the nano blade. Right. Uh, so it is so, yeah, just they take... the straight three harm. Great. And yeah, they've taken three harm. Uh, you're, you're doing, you did a chunk of damage to one of them. It's still functional, but only barely. Um, yeah. you, you really did a number to that one. Um, who are we passing things off to next? Uh, let's pass off to Alistair. Alistair, Trevor's dove into the, the middle of this pack of bots. Uh, Shiana is out of the way and doing something that doesn't seem to be shooting at them. What's up? I'm probably gonna go to my assault rifle, actually. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna target one that's kind of out on the edge of the pack so as not to hit my crewmates <laughs> fair fair all right so, roll that firefight i need to roll this with disadvantage um yes you do okay so it's a seven uh no you need to roll um well no i i rolled my two and then i rolled a third one and then i take the two oh, worst I, out I, of that I, right I missed your i missed your previous roll i'm sorry yeah so okay. it's a seven uh yes it is okay well that's still real i mean rolling with disadvantage getting a seven is still pretty good so yeah. you, you're exchanging harm and choosing one. Um, they are uh, shooting back at you. The good news is um, they're only their weapons are only doing the guns are only doing one harm. These are shipboard defense uh, bots. They are they're trying very hard not to pierce the hull yeah, and are designed like, not to do so. These aren't military, you know, hunter killer drones or no, something. No, of course not. These are these are please, you know, pirates. Please stay out of our cargo bots. And also, we don't want to shoot holes in our own ship, bots. So their uh, their guns are only doing one harm. They're they're light kind of flechette sort of guns. Uh, so what are you doing here? Are you uh, action and not suffer any harm? I, okay, and I, the assault rifle does how much? That um, you know, Alistair just being you know a very disciplined soldier type takes cover before he fires, pops out, shoots, and the return shot just bounces off of the crate that he's Perfect. like tucked behind the corner of. Exactly. A nice cinematic sh you know, shooting and shooting back. Who are you passing yep. things off to now? Uh, Wynn, I think, uh, hasn't gone yet. Yep. Let's let's give it to her. Wynn? Okie dokie. Um, so this is so new for me, and I might need a little bit of help walking through this. Totally fine. But it looks, it looks like I have a mystic weapon. Um, I, you have not taken that move. That's a move. Yes. What, uh, with future advances, you would be able right. to do that. By the way, Peter, you rolled a four at some point here, didn't you? That was when I was rolling the extra die. It turned out to be higher than the two. No, I thought there, I thought you'd failed a roll previously. Oh yeah. The, the, um, the stalwart roll a while back. Did you get an XP for that? I don't believe I did. Let me okay. that. Sorry, jumping back because I was thinking of XP and advances. So yes, um, 
Liz Wynn does not have that mystic weapon yet. That's a move that you can take with um, some of you with an advanced layer. So that's different from oh, the one okay. on her gear. Um, yeah, it's... Well, actually, you know what? That's an excellent point because she does have that, but there's also moves specific to the mystic that is... Um, Oh, like oh, actually using th- sorry. it. Sorry, I'm thinking of the mystic weapon master move. Oh, okay. So that one is the, your order has an ancient unique style of weapon that marks them. <laughs> Describe it. The uh, actual character sheet, the playbook has a space for you to draw it, which I think is rad. Um, you always have it with you, even in restricted areas, doesn't take up a slot in your loadout, few other advantages. So yes, you have a mystic weapon. What is that okay. mystic weapon? Can it be like a um, like a little symbol that I hold, almost like a wand? Is that like like a space wand? Sure, I don't see why not. Is this uh, some sort of alien artifact? I think it definitely is. Neat. Uh, is it you channeling some energies, or is it? Does it have its own? thing that it does it does okay what's it doing blasting okay <laughs> big, these are such big good questions Grant. Big, big energy blast like a, a psychic wave um some sort of visible energy that yes you know drives yeah, people crazy um <laughs> <laughs> Does it really drive you crazy, Peter? Do I need to avoid that? <laughs> it's fine. No, it's it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, there there I um when we were constructing the setting just for any who have forgotten, I wanted to avoid like Star Wars style blasters where you had like the pew pew noises and the like visible <laughs> like energy projectiles flying, but if you've got something that creates like a wave of psychic energy or something, go for it. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, it kind of does. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's not, it doesn't make a pew pew sound. Okay. Um, for what it's worth. Um, but it does have like a, a wave of psychic energy that's that's visible um, to the naked eye. Okay. So that's going to be firefight. So roll me that, uh, roll me a roll with volatile. Oh. Just one second while you do that. Okay, so roll with volatile, and I have advantage on this roll. So I'm rolling two d. I think it's I three. You do three d six. Yeah, you've got advantage on this uh, first roll, so it's three d six, and you're gonna keep the best two, and you add your volatile, which for you is a zero. Okay. So what do I actually type on this? I'm I'm uh, so you sorry. See the, uh, the d the Six-sided die right in the middle of the uh, add dice to your roll. Oh, gosh, yeah. Just click on that a couple of times. Three times, right? Yep. There we go. And then click roll. All right, so that's a four and a five. That's a nine. So so this is a a skirmish weapon, right? So it's a very close range Mm -hmm. uh, thing. So, you know, we're describing it as an energy wave, but it's, it's a close range effect. Sure. Um, so you're going to exchange harm with them. 
So you've got two harm coming to you. They've got three harm. You, you actually knock one of these bots out. Um, more than half of their hit point pool is gone, by the way. You've got a couple of them disabled at this point. And you have two harm coming to you. Now, you have the option to reduce that by one, or you can do something else with it. And remember, harm can always be turned to stress. Okay, so I have two harms already coming my way. You have two harm that you need to do something with. Um, but the firefight move, you got a seven to nine, so you're exchanging harm and choosing one of these options, one of which can be take evasive action and suffer minus one harm, so you would only take one harm, or you can okay. hold a position, halt in advance, uh, force your enemy out of cover, make an advance of some sort, gotcha. compress, dismay, okay. distract them, whatever that means, You know, do something narratively. Basically, you can do narrative cool things as well. I want so, somebody to dismay these robots. I want to know what a dismayed security bot looks like. Uh, probably a, a one that you know has done threat recalculation and said, "Oh no." So yeah, error, or, error. Or you know, I need to do something with this, whatever that means. But what would you like to do with that? With the, these two um, harm and your option. Uh, okay, so my the simplest option thing, of course. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Is to take evasive action. Okay. Yeah, and that's what you're going to take most of the time. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, okay. so you've, you've reduced okay. that to one. And what are you doing with that harm? Are you taking the just a scratch? Are you moving it to stress? What would you like? I'm going to do just a scratch. Okay. So you've got just a scratch. Awesome. All right. So you've got one harm marked. Um, Trever has one harm marked. And we are going to go back to Trever. Uh, we're going back to me. I'm going to go ahead and continue this uh, nanoblade assault. Okay. Great. Uh, so we go back and we do the 2d6 minus one. We're rolling again. Let's see what happens. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> Yay ones. Yay one <laughs> indeed. Um, okay. Uh, your first nanoblade attack was, you know, like right at the, the, uh, the center mass of one of these. You're trying to do the same thing again, but what you, you you just forgot or something happened and you trip over the one that you disable. Yeah. Your nanoblade goes into the floor. Those nanoblades cut really well. You gotta be careful with these things, man. The segment of plate that you are on and that uh, everybody else is on, the power to that plate goes out Ooh. which means that all of a sudden everybody is beginning to float very slightly <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh oh <laughs> okay so we need those sticky shoes <laughs> gravity overrated uh you also have two harm coming at you from the club here and you don't have um a option from the firefight move to do anything with that no um, can I make one? Can I do one harm, one stress? Of course. Okay, let's do that. All right, you're rattled. So I'm rattled. And you've got one stress. Yes, just a scratch, and I'm. Rattled. I feel like rattled makes sense. <laughs> uh, yes. So rattled means that um, you're shaken and shocked, and you have disadvantage on going to any slick or calculating rolls. Okay. Uh, now the good news is, just a scratch and I'm rattled both heal when a scene ends, or if you choose to shrug it off, if you get to roll recover. 
right? If you right. take a moment to get out and recover, that moment of, okay, I'm in a firefight, taking a moment to, re- you know, reset, reload, all that sort of stuff, you can do that. Uh, this so is where I can use the float like a butterfly act quick thing, right? Would be doing um, that. To get out of the way of things, yes, absolutely. Okay. Who are you passing the turn order here to? Uh, Shiana. And I have disadvantage. You do. Um, and to clarify, uh, Space Master, I did pick up an XP for that failure, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, I thought so. The Space Master sure. thing never gets old for me. I just want that noted. <laughs> That's <laughs> well, why. I love that. <laughs> Fair I'm kind of loving it. I'm a huge fan. Um, it is fun. Okay, I think Shiana's just going to do um, trying to keep her cool. Okay. Because um, she is thrown off by the act quick not going correctly in her mind mm. and also you know gravity and also gravity and also fact, you know let's just say this you are starting to float away Ooh, okay right uh because you're you're doing stuff here uh you know and all of a sudden things are the gravity has turned off right what are you doing as a result I'm, I think she's going to try and focus herself so that at some point she can try and turn it back on. Okay. Probably not in this move, but at some point her response would be, okay, I need to fix that. You know what? I think I would let you fix that. Okay. If you, um, if you can. Um, now you'd be rolling with disadvantage, but you right. can spout Technobabble to... Uh, you know, tell me, you know, as you tell me how you're doing it. And I'm going to say that is a, um, a keep your cool or, um, or, well, it depends what, what your, what your approach is here. I think I need you to know? go back to that terminal and try okay. and access it to a, access the controls internal to the cargo bay. Right. Maybe that don't get me out of here anywhere, but I'm not worried about that. I'm just trying to get things in the cargo bay correct again. Okay. Uh, here's the good news. There's a terminal relatively close by. It doesn't have to be that one. Sure. You you can go over to the nearest bank of terminals and try and, I don't know, technobabble your way out of it. Okay. Um, I would like to... Uh, so I'm going to say that that is uh, keep your cool. Okay. Now, and what are, what are what's this process? Give me some technobabble for it here. Uh, okay, so Shiana will attempt to reroute um, some of the power to some of the data racks that aren't the weird one we don't like um, mm-hmm. to fix the polarity in the room because it is fluctuating currently um, because Ben put a hole in the floor. Um, and yeah, you don't want to get... See, when you put a hole, when you when you mess with the plating like that, there it kind of has like a, it there's like a little pulse, like a little burst that goes off, and you, it, it kind of fluctuates things in the systems, and you and you lose the field of gravity that the uh, the room has. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So here's the good news: you're rolling with advantage because you're spouting technobabble because of your particular ability, right? And you had disadvantage from an earlier roll. Those cancel out. Okay, so now I'm just doing... You're doing a 2d6 roll, and this is with Stalwart. Stalwart, okay. I like that Technobabble just gives you a list of words 
and yeah. just says, use some of these. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Or make up your own. Good. But these are just I helpers. do that. Uh, okay, so 2d6, and then my stalwart is 1. So 2d6. Um, so I have a 5, so a 6 total. Oh, not quite enough. No. Yeah. I think of a good um, move for this. I think uh, you take a shot um, as you go. Okay. So, yeah, uh, you've got one harm coming your uh, way. So that puts me at just a scratch. Uh, or, again, stress. Uh, she'll take Because, again, it can be you're getting shot at. Because, again, right. this is narrative, right? You're getting shot at. Does she, Chiana get hit? Or is this, you know, the duck and cover? Ah, this is this is not great. Uh, I, th- I think for her it is a doesn't care she got shot. Okay. So you you're getting you're getting a few dings here. Um, you're taking some harm. Maybe not shot directly, but you're getting hurt. Right. Some somewhere in this process. So take that harm. Mark. And who's who's next? Um, win. Okay. So I had kind of hid a little bit last time. You know, pressed myself up against the wall, kind of out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, am I able to like? hold on to something so i'm not drifting yeah um you can uh certainly yeah again either keep your cool or act quick whichever one of those you think works best to describe what you're doing that is great yeah i'll act quick i'll try to use my instincts to avoid danger my reflexes okay so i roll a slick Yes, so you're rolling with slick. Okay, two d six, and then for slick, I don't uh, minus one. <laughs> All right, that's reasonable. Four, four. Everybody's doing great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you are not able to hold on. You are currently. <laughs> you are not in a position where you can push off anything. You are a sitting duck uh-huh. right now. <laughs> okie dokie um because unfortunately you're you don't really have well i say that you may have more options to deal with that than others in the same situation honestly but right now you you do not have anything to push off against and you are slowly drifting just in right. the middle of a firefight can I um, see how many robots are left? Bob? Yeah, there's only two left okay. out of the squad of five. Technically, there's okay. a third that's kind of half functional, but it it's mostly out of the fight at this point. Okay. Well, then I'm just kind of drifting. Okay. Um, I, I hate to do that, but I, that seems like a a fun thing to do when gravity is off is just be like uh guys oh it's fantastic she's like oh gee many uh, crickets a- anybody so <laughs> yeah speaking of anybody uh alistair i think is the last one that hasn't gone yep lately mm-hmm. who uh who looks to be in the worst like situation out of my crew members uh and- that's an excellent question shiana's getting shot at Trevor um, is in the middle of, of melee combat with these two, 
And Wynn is currently floating, uh, unable to get any sort of push or traction in the middle of uh, open space, right down kind of the, the shooting alley that you and the bots have been trading sh- uh, shots in. But we're all totally like safe. <laughs> Everything's totally Everything's good. fine. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. This is this situation is totally under control. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm gonna use my actual like playbook move here. I'm gonna use Juggernaut, and Heck, I'm yeah, gonna you are. try and yank um, Trever out of this melee situation because I think out of the out of the things that you described, that's probably the most immediately harmful. Okay, so, so what is the goal that you're trying to move t- uh, towards? Get my crew member away from these things that are trying to beat the crap out of him with shock batons. Okay. Like, I, this is just going to be like, I'll just, you know, we don't have any gravity. I'll push off of a, you know, like a cargo crate or a wall or a bulkhead or something behind me and just like float through and just like basically shoulder check Trever out of the melee. Um, like just kind of like, you know, wrap him up and just, you know, carry him out of the, out of the zappy place. And then, all right. Hopefully, so they discharge you know, one of us can. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Discharge juggernaut. Okay. <laughs> And roll with stout. Nine. Nine. Very good. Okay. So that weariness that's always around Alistair's eyes is creeping in. <laughs> Mark one stress, and then you choose one of the options on that juggernaut move. Um, I clear or uncover a clear path for Trever. Right. <laughs> like that's that's the whole thing that I was doing here. So Yeah, so what what does this look like then? Are you diving in and just you know pushing off and sort of shoving the bots? around and you maybe yeah, I, aren't quite getting out but they are I'm, I'm looking okay so i'm looking at like pushing him out of the way and then i realize like right before i actually shove off and it's like oh i can grab that one and bullet into the other one and that'll create a perfect opening for him so i'm probably yeah i'm i've probably basically traded places with him in the melee but that's fine i'm tough yeah, I can newton's laws of physics apply right Yep. He got your momentum, you lost yours. So I take a stress. Yep. Uh, and you're right there in the middle of these bots, but uh, Trevor is no longer. Um, All right. So, this is, this and that sounds like we should... This of circumstances to me. <laughs> sounds like we should pass the action back off to Trevor then. It does. <laughs> Trevor, <laughs> you've got actual momentum. Actual momentum. Uh, I will convert that momentum into uh, the act, a float like a butterfly mm-hmm. to avoid uh, danger. Okay. Uh, so as, um, as... that sounds like a plan. So yeah, you're trying to to land neatly here. Um, yeah. As, as Alistair hits me, I accept the momentum, kind of like <clears throat> the spinning handoff. And yeah kind of launch myself off to the other side to find a wall to be able to, like, hold Excellent. on to Excellent. You literally get to float when you float like a butterfly here. Uh, so give me that slick roll with advantage. So we got slick at advantage. What is my slick? My slick is plus one. And are you trying to get yourself into, like, a a good position? Yes. Great. Um, 
to be able to still at least participate in some form or another. Um, Excellent. So that's three. Oh, that's not six. Three of them. Uh, three of them plus one. Rolling that, please be good. Okay, it's huh? advantaged. So that's a six and a five plus one is 13. Excellent. Right? All right. No, plus one is 11, 12. It's, yeah, it's 12. But yes, it's, it's a little confusing. But yes, it's uh, six and a five. Yeah. All right, which is plus the one. So, yeah, you easily do it. Um, and I'm going to say that you have an advantageous position then on these bots. Uh, you, you are at a point where they are not going to be able to uh, get back at you from your uh, the next time you go in on. Right. Um, when, speaking of people floating... What are you doing? Um, <laughs> very awkwardly trying to not float too far away without being able to grasp anything. Um, am I able to use my weapon while I'm? Yeah, I don't drifting? see why you're not. Okay, well, I would then love to use my firefight skill, I guess. Okay. Yeah, and try Sounds to good. discharge my weapon. Heck yeah. Um, are you, let's see, is it, is it a discharge? It is a discharge. Okay. So, okay. So what you're going to do then is roll firefight. Okay. Which is just 2d6. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. okay. Plus volatile. If you have that. Which is zero, I believe. Zero. Okay. So let's, let's see that roll first. Okay. So that's a five. That's a five. Okay. So you exchange harm regardless. Okay. And mark an XP. Oh, okay. Because you rolled less than six. Okay. Or less than seven, right? Uh, and actually, I should have had you roll, you know, get get an XP for your previous roll of that as well. I'm, I'm, for some some reason, being very bad about recognizing that the, those trigger XP gains. So I've I added apologize. two no for myself as well because I realized that too. Good. Okay. Um, okay, and then I take another harm. Um, or did I do that before choosing? Well, yeah, you're taking, you don't get to make any choices, is the thing. Okay, good. Um, other okay. than, is it harm or stress? Oh, I'm going to go stress. Okay, excellent. But you're dealing three damage back, so not bad. You take out another one of these bots. There's one bot left. Perfect. Uh, Shiana? I guess I need to firefight, because I think yeah, it's better if we just to. finish those. You were previously trying to hack into these things. Or disable them in some way. I guess I could try that again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I only have one scanner use left. So, may as well use it now. Um, I would like to spell... Can I try spouting Technobabble again? Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, th th that's not a try. That's a thing you do. All of oh, these are things you always. do. Always. Okay. Um, so, clearly, I need to... Uh, recalibrate my scanner so that I can more directly uh, engage with the, the robots and maybe try and destabilize one of them or uh, get into an auxiliary system and just turn it off. Excellent. I just like reading from the chart. That's a lot of fun. Okay. Um. So 3D6 and mm -hmm. uh, am I, what am I using? Am I doing... I mean, 
honestly, I'm trying to figure that out still because the the base moves don't fit this. Super fit that. Yeah. Um, and there are playbook specific moves that are hacking style moves, right? Also, um, which I don't have. Right. Okay. In this case, I think I'm going to go ahead and say that um, essentially. I kind of just want it to be something like a keep your cool. Okay. So just stalwart again. I think stalwart you're you're trying to just sort of manage this right. stuff. You're like you're you are you're in the middle of a firefight, you're trying to do a technical thing while you do it, right? 3d6. Uh 12. 12. That's really good. Okay. So you do it with no cost. I'm going to say you go ahead and um, lock up that last bot. Okay. Sick. All right. So that's the bots dealt with. Now we're floating. (laughs) Now you're floating. Have the robots guarding the other thing taken any notice of any of this? Yes, they have. They've uh, moved to sort of defensive positions to try and protect that uh, that particular strange item. item that they're guarding right and that i think is where we're going to wrap things up for tonight y- yes so let's do our end of session moves which is our cliffhanger move so dun, let's dun, real dun. quick go through hooks here peter yeah um i don't think you're a sergeant delane one but what nope. are the other two that you've got um <clears throat> Uh, Shiana is a child like me. I'll teach them to be strong. Yep. Probably not on that one, but I did protect uh, Trever from some bots. I think so... that absolutely factored into what happened here. So mark an XP for that. Okay. So I was already at five. So what do I do here? Okay. So when you're at five, you clear the track and get an, uh, get an advance. Okay. And that's and when you hit five. Is, so is you're anything... back to zero and then you get this one. Okay. I need to figure out what my advance is. Indeed. Uh, but sit tight on that because who knows? There might be more XP coming. Um, I would almost argue that the the Shiana one took place when he was. Uh, oh wait, sorry, Shiana, not win. Never mind. Right. Uh, also, if if a hook impacted um, things, you get XP, right? Yeah, I got name wrong. That was my fault. My brain. No, that that's fine. It's just. Um, it's if at least one of the hooks impacted events with the character. Okay. You don't get XP for each hook. Got it. Yeah. A little confusing. I understand. So, uh, speaking of when, though, uh, when your hooks. Um, the I'm supposed to be a bastion of peace and wisdom, but can't let go of my fear. That one, I think, today. came up. Yep. And but I don't think either of the other two did. Yeah, I... I would agree, but I think that one did. So go ahead and mark an XP. Okie dokie. And Shiana. Um, definitely not the first one or the last one, and I don't think I got all the way to the second one. Okay. So yeah, size, obsessed with mystery, can't let Alistair know how much they intimidate me. Uh, uh, by the way, you've got five XP already, so go ahead yes. and... Yes, and I've already picked something. Okay, um, great. If I can make but it... There may be more XP coming, so just want to keep that, that in mind. And then Trevor. Advances <laughs> uh, under creation um, two. The uh, the addicted adrenaline. Uh, I take a risk just for the thrill of it. Um, I think it is either in the launching into the combat or his the way he 
uh, they barreled through the cargo bank uh, mm-hmm. while everybody else was trying to get everybody organized. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll buy that. So yeah, get an XP for that. All right, well, very good. See, everybody's playing to uh, playing to their flaws, their hooks. That's what we want. All right. Now, here you can remove any hooks you feel are no longer relevant and write new hooks. So, hooray, that's a thing. Other questions that we need to complete, uh, ask and answer as a group. Did we complete a mission or contract? No. Not yet. No. Making progress, but not there. Did we learn something new and important about the universe? Lots of things. <laughs> I think a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we learned about hyperspace. That's a big one. Um, we learned We learned that, about hyperspace turbulence, which is... Also big. We I mean, learned that um, turning off gravity aboard a ship is not fun. <laughs> we learned oh, that someone can sneak onto our ship. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts of important things. We didn't learn how they did it yet, but we're working on it. Um, did we make a new enemy or thwart an existing enemy? So you get one XP for the, did we learn something new and important? So everybody gets one XP. Do we make a new enemy or thwart an existing enemy? Uh, It seems like these bots are a new enemy. (laughs) Um, I mean, I almost don't think that's true. Okay. I was going to say, no, they just feel like part of the ship to me. I'm not talking about the ship. Oh, okay. Oh, Oh no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of the PI you've got aboard your ship and whoever yeah. he's working for. Oh, yeah. that's true. Okay. So another XP? I think so. Was there a big moment that hinged on a crucial role? This one, I think I'm going to... I My opinion is no. I did, There was nothing that we all went, oh boy, this had better work. No. Right, yeah. Okay, cool. So you get two XP for those. And that's where we're at. So a uh, quick note, we're here at the end of this scene. So you're just a scratch and I'm rattled. Go away. Hmm. And I believe any discharged moves and gear are restored. Um, but I might, no. Well, yes. Yeah. Discharge stuff is restored. Um, things with uses are not restored. So, so no like scanner sca- Scanner is not. Okay. But um, discharge, anything that was discharged is. Okay. Uh, so back. like Juggernaut comes back, for instance. Yes, exactly. All right. Okay. So, Liz, first session of Impulse Drive. How was it? I think it was pretty great. Okay. I had fun. that's the important thing if you're having fun then no matter how bad i am as a gm or space master that's the important thing that was Uh, awesome guys good i'm glad i'm very you 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 fit right in with the group so good to have you and i'm really liking wins vulnerability it um like we kind of have like the the stereotype of like oh the cool jedi master for the psychic this is somebody who is who seems very emotionally vulnerable in a lot of ways and also emotionally open like we saw with win and shiana talking and i really like that oh good thanks me too so it's like it's got like the relative who comes to check on you at college vibe (laughs) <laughs> like, you okay yeah. a little bit yeah yeah i'm fine oh you're not fine are you no <laughs> yeah, no cool but not fine 
Is when the cool ant? Possibly, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah Excellent. I think, I think that's accurate. I think the, the, cool. the ship's counselor takes different forms, but that's the form it takes with Shiana. <laughs> All right. I like yeah. it. Okay. Well, folks, that's the end of what we're doing for tonight. Um, some of you I know have gotten some levels, which is good. Um, or advances, I should say. Um, I think Liz needs to pick another move, and I've picked mine. And I think Ben's already picked his. Yeah, and yep. um, yeah, I'll need to pick Liz, just to catch you up on things, go ahead mm-hmm. and give yourself one extra XP, um, just so that we're slightly even oh, on, okay, on XP, just to catch you up, because you missed the first session. Thanks. All right, so real quick, uh, before we co- end the recording, what moves... Uh, or or other advances are you taking? Because remember, an advance is a move, or you increase a approach that hasn't been increased, or you add a gear slot. Uh, I took jury rig. Okay, and what is that? Uh, when you haphazardly use whatever parts you have at hand to hastily construct a repair device, say what you mean to do, and then roll with calculating. Okay, and on a 10+, plus, you've uh, got just what you need at hand. Choose two. On a 7 right. to 9, make do, choose one. It won't take long to do. It will do exactly what you want. Right. It won't break the first time you use it. Progress. <laughs> I love those, like, it's not going to immediately break the first time you use it choices, where it's like, do With I the need implication this that it's going to at some point. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, it's it's the classic, like, we've got one shot at this kind of jury rig thing. Right. right? Which is fine. Or it's, I can use this a couple of times. It's okay. Good times. Um, Peter, Alistair, I think, also got an advance. Yeah, I'm trying to decide between walking tank or stoic wall. <laughs> okay. While you decide, uh, Ben, what did Trevor get? Uh, <clears throat> going off of his uh, frustration of not being able to do anything with the door, he took, or they took uh, hacking and cracking. When you attempt to hack, break into, open, or otherwise compromise a lock or security system, discharge this move, roll with slick. On a 10 plus, you break break in a minimum plus, choose one. On a seven to nine, it's no cake walk, choose two. Um, it's going to take a while to get into. You trigger an alarm or alert somebody, or you leave traces of your incursion behind to incriminate you. Excellent. I love it. Yeah. All righty. And Liz, do you have a thought about what advance you want when to take? I am looking at... First off, I think I'm looking in the right place. Um, wise words. Can I take wise words? Uh, let me double check. Yeah, absolutely. Great. I'll take that one. So when a crew member comes to me for advice and I share my wisdom, they have advantage on the on lean on me. The lean on me. And if they take your advice or you help them reach a conclusion, you get XP. Cool. Which is great. That feels fitting. It does. I like that for the, the ship counselor role. That's cool. Uh, Peter, did you finalize your choice? Yeah, I went with walking tank. So what's that do? You ignore the clumsy tag on armor. Excellent. I just figure, you know, it's like I'm talking up just how, like, you know, big and armored Alistair is. Let's let's do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I was doing Impulse Drive for a Star Wars game and I was playing a Stormtrooper, I took that one as well so that I could be kind of cool in the big clunky stormtrooper armor yeah a lot of it's it's, it's kinda... surprisingly fun cool all yeah. right well thank you brian liz ben peter 
this has been a good session. I really appreciate yeah. this time. Really Listen, I hope you enjoyed it too. Really good session. This was awesome, yep. everybody. Yeah. Very nice. I like I, I like this system, even if I don't like this system. And when I say I don't like, I mean I find it uncomfortable, but that's not bad. <laughs> it's different. It's a, yeah. it, it's not the way I'm used to playing games, and so that's but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I will say I don't think I ran the system as well as I should have this time around. But that's a discussion yeah, to I have maybe fine. another time. Well, I was very move focused instead of narrative focused, which is not how it's designed to be done. Well, but they have fun. a new player in the mix. Well, and I so... think in this instance, what we were doing wasn't all that narrative focused to begin with, to some extent. To some like, degree, yes. That, that but felt it's more something like I need to work things. on. Yeah, I, there are ways I can improve that, and I'll, I'll be thinking about that for the next one. Fair enough. Uh, right. If you want to hear more, cityonnyhillgaming.com or wherever you get podcasts. Um, there are f Once these two come out, there will be six total th sessions based around this concept uh or no, sorry six total episodes four of them in impulse drive and then the two in microscope where we did world building yeah and then and those were great fun and if you haven't listened to those those are should. really cool yeah those are <laughs> i need to go back and re-listen to those at some point and then uh, spread <clears throat> out in there somewhere is also our kingmaker game yeah which has been great fun to listen to as well and uh, i think the first two sessions of it will come out soon as well so yeah uh, and links in the description to where you can find people online. Uh, Liz, I will need to get information from you for that part. Will do. All right. Um, if you guys don't have anything else, Grant, thank you. That was awesome. Thank you guys for coming. And everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. If you'd like to know more, find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com or by sending us an email at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at City on a Hill Game or find us online at patreon.com slash City on a Hill Gaming. Thanks as always to our Patreon backers, Grizzly Rich, JD, Brian, Sir Lord Epic Name, Andrew, Christina, and Tony. We really thank you guys for everything you do to support the show and we truly appreciate you. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day.